Amen. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go on this Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Look around and you'll see 
of light is right. That's the uh, eighth day here on a JM in the AM Monday morning. It's Rosh Chodesh. It's Hanukkah. Welcome to a Monday. Ben Sion Schenker before that with Pischuli. Words from uh, Halel. Diaspora had Pischuli. Words from Halel. Masach Hashem. Our Monday morning theme song, of course, Mayor Sherman and Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's a Monday on this December the 18th, the 30th of Kislev. Happy birthday to those celebrating a birthday on December the 18th. Uh, first day of Rosh Chodesh on this sixth day of Hanukkah. Chag Urim Sameach. Afrelech and Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to everybody. Uh, 36 degrees outside. Morning clouds. Afternoon sun. A high of 47. Yushalayim right now at 67. We're at 36 here in New York City as we say good morning at um, JM in the AM. Well, early this morning we learned of the uh, tragedy in Brooklyn, New York. A tragedy in our community. Um, on East 14th Street between uh, Avenues S and T. A, a house went up in flames early this morning, approximately 2, 3 uh, in the morning. And a mother and three children 
uh, were killed in that fire. And uh, the father of the family and uh, and three other children are critical or stable, depending on their uh, individual situation. And there were other injuries as well, civilians and firefighters. And uh, we were informed about this uh, early this morning by our friends at High Lifeline. Uh, then, of course, we saw the newscasts um, uh, dominating the news with this uh, tragedy out of Brooklyn. Um, our friends at High Lifeline have indicated that there is a, a crisis hotline for those uh, parents and others, neighbors, friends, who would like to um, who would like to speak about this tragedy. And uh, in many cases... Uh, determine how to deal with their own children in terms of this news. Uh, they've set up this crisis hotline, especially important for today because uh, on a typical day they would uh, head into the schools in the area and speak to the youngsters. Uh, today a lot of schools are out for the Monday of Hanukkah. So anybody who uh, would like to make use of the High Lifeline crisis hotline, it's 855-3-CRISIS, 855-3-CRISIS. And then C-R-I-S-I-S or email crisis at highlifeline.org. Crisis at highlifeline.org. Unbelievable tragedy. And I don't think the uh, there's been a determ- – if there has been a determination by the fire department of how this uh, all started, it has not been – that information has not been made public yet. Um, day six of Hanukkah. It's Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Plenty coming up between now and – and 9 a.m., then Mayor Weingarten with the Israel Show between 9 and 10. Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, or as I said earlier during bonus JM, I hope he'll talk about that New England-Pittsburgh game, which is still infuriating me. <laughs> um, that'll be on between 10 and 11 Eastern time. Then back to our amazing music uh, here on the Nahum Siegel Network all through the day. Um, I want to say hi to... Um, Aaron and Yael Katzman, they are enjoying JM in the AM from Park Timna near Eilat, Chanukah Sameach, Aaron and Yael from all of us here at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, JM from Teaneck, who of course has been very active, as JM from Teaneck always is on the app, says, my wife, uh, my wife was listening on her phone last Friday while waiting in the central bus station in Yerushalayim, Erev Shabbos, specifically your interview with Malcolm Holmline. Well, JM from Teaneck, I want you to thank your wife, very smart lady, taking us along even 5,800 miles away. Very smart lady. Uh, JM in the AM Monday. It's Hanukkah. It's Rosh Chodesh. Plenty more coming up. Keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Like 
Return to Torah 
Lachli 
Today we have the uh, traditional additions for Hanukkah, including Al-Hanisim, including Hallel, including one Torah for Hanukkah. But then we also have the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. So we have Hallel, Yalav Yavo, 
We have uh, another Torah, right? Two Torahs today. And, of course, Musaf with Alanisim. Lots going on today during Shachris and Musaf. As it is day one of Rosh Chodesh Teves, day six of Hanukkah. And I thank you for listening to JM in the AM. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Galay Tzal's in the background. we got our news from Israel coming up. We're here until 9 a.m. And then, of course, at 9 o'clock, the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Many of you have heard of this terrible tragedy in our community in Brooklyn, New York. A mother and three children killed in a fire very early this morning at Avenue T and East 14th Street in Brooklyn. Uh, the father of the family and other children are in critical and stable condition. Our friends at High Lifeline are on the case. Their crisis hotline is open at 855-3-CRISIS. 855-3-CRISIS. If you'd like their counselors to uh, speak to individuals or groups uh, in that neighborhood, especially who are uh, just hearing about and starting to digest this uh, awful news. Uh, again, a mother and three children, Avenue T, East 14th Street, in this early morning fire on a Monday which also injured uh, civilians and firefighters and injured the father and other children in the family. Our thoughts with the family and the neighborhood and the community as we uh, cannot get over this news once we heard it a couple of hours ago. Again, High Lifeline is at 855-3-CRISIS, 855-3-CRISIS. You could also uh, email crisis at highlifeline.org, crisis at highlifeline.org. Galit Sal's in the background with our newsroom Israel coming up. Morning clouds, afternoon sun, and a high temperature today of 47. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 40. Partly cloudy for tomorrow, a high Tuesday, 53 degrees. Not bad. Yerushalayim is at 67. We're at 36 here on a Monday as we wake up at JM in the AM. Plenty coming up between now and 9 AM. And then, of course, the Israel show with Mayor Weingarten follows between 9 and 10. Yoni Pollock, Seth Gordon, after further review, and I hope they'll spend some time on that New England game. Uh, that's between 10 and 11 coming up here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at JMNM. Galei Tzal, Shash Time. Kan Shibel Karmi Mansur, Imashakore Akshav. הקבינט המדיני-ביטחוני דורש מבגץ לקיים דיון נוסף בנושא החזרת גופות המחבלים ומבהיר החלטת השופטים לא מקובלת. כתבתנו המדינית אילאיל שחר. בדיון הקבינט שהתקיים הבוקר הבהירו השרים שגופות המחבלים לא יוחזרו ושהעקרונות המפורטים בפסיקת בגץ אינם מקובלים עליהם. בנוסף הוחלט שהליכי חקיקה לא יקודמו בשלב זה עד לקבלת תשובה מבית המשפט לגבי דיון נוסף. ממשפחת גולדין נמסר בתגובה, החלטת הקבינט אומללה, מדיניות נתניהו חלשה ורופסת. מוקדם יותר היום תקף השר וחבר הקבינט נפתלי בנט את עמדת בגץ, כינה את פסק הדין מביש וקרא לעצור כלשונו את המשך ההשתלטות של השופטים על סמכויות הממשלה. על רקע המתיחות הגוברת בדרום עם התפוצצות הרקטות במועצה האזורית חוף אשקלון, תוקף יושב ראש מפלגת העבודה אבי גבאי את ראש הממשלה וטוען נתניהו אדיש למצוקת האזרחים. ראש ממשלת ישראל חלש מול החמאס. מזה שבועיים יורים על אזרחינו, אנחנו לא שומעים את ראש ממשלת ישראל, כי הוא לא רוצה להידבק לכישלון הזה. כששאלו אותו כאן בכנסת, מה אתה אומר על מה שקורה בעזה? מה הוא אמר? נקסט. הוא אמר נקסט למאות אלפי אזרחי מדינת ישראל. שבועיים הוא לא אומר מילה בעניין, קצת אפילו אמפתיה לתושבים. 
בתום חקירה רחבה וממושכת הוגשו לבית המשפט המחוזי בבאר שבע כתבי אישום בגין רצח נגד ראשי ארגוני הפשע יניב זגורי ומיכאל מור. כתבנו רמי שני מוסר שהפרקליטות מייחסת לזגורי את תכנון חיסולו של עד המדינה טל קורקוס ואת הזמנת רצח עד התביעה אלישע סבח. למור מיוחסת אספקת המטען לחיסול קורקוס. כמו כן הוגשה בקשה לעצור את השניים עד לתום ההליכים המשפטיים. הסתיימה פגישת ראש הממשלה נתניהו והשרים בעניין המשבר בטבע. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה, ניתאי ענבי מוסר שמחר ייפגשו נציגי הקואליציה עם מנכ"ל טבע שולץ. בתוך כך, חבר הכנסת מהליכוד אורן חזן התייחס היום לפיטורים ההמוניים בחברת התרופות והאשים, הממשלה חיה במציאות מדומה. אנחנו שומעים פעם אחר פעם שמספרים לנו שהכלכלה בישראל נמצאת במצב הטוב אי פעם. אבל מאז שהגעתי לכנסת הזאת, אני רק רואה אלפי מפוטרים. אז או שאני חי בסרט, או שהממשלה חיה במציאות מדומה. הגיע הזמן שבמקום לדבר בסיסמאות על כלכלה חזקה, על כלכלה בועטת ונושמת, נפקח את העיניים ונסתכל אל הציבור. תחזית מזג האוויר ללא שינוי, ייתכן גשם קל לאורך היום. ולסיום, מתי בפעם האחרונה העמדנו בפני חברי הכנסת שאלות קשות, כמו מי החברים שמלווים אותם במסדרונות המשכן, מה התחביבים שלהם, ומתי סוף סוף יגיע השלום? איתמר נחמיאס בן העשר הגיע עד ללשכתו של יושב ראש האופוזיציה יצחק הרצוג ואימת אותו עם מה שחשוב באמת. אני לא אוהב כשמגיע ילד חדש לכיתה כי הוא לא מכיר את הילדים והמורים. אתה כבר חבר של אבי גבאי? זה לא פשוט, אני רוצה שתבין. לא רק שבא ילד חדש, הוא גם מחליף אותך. את הרעיון המלא תוכלו לשמוע מיד בגלי צה"ל בתוכנית חנוכף. חג שמח. אלה החדשות שעורכת גוני כהן. בחסות That grocer's boy from the city streets Well, he'd long since gone and changed his name It was the only way that he could play the game With neighbors like the Richardsons, the Williams and the Jones What could he do with a name like Cohen? But he had one memory, yes, his father he did see Lighting colored candles on the windowsill Eight days a year he'd light another candle every night They lingered in his memory still In December came home from school his little girl called Sue She held a picture of an Xmas tree she drew All the kids in my class have one she said with a tear And could we have one in our home this year? He didn't know what to do with his little daughter Sue Although her desires he wished to fulfill My dear Sue, listen to me There's something better than a tree That lingers in my memory still
menorah in his hand His dear wife said to him, Joe, I just don't understand They've worked so hard to get to where we are today And now what will we do? What will the neighbors say? Well, he lit those candles anyway, yes, there were five that night And from his window to the street glowed the candlelight They were burning for an hour, maybe a little more When suddenly Mr. Richardson stood there by the door He said, would it be okay if a word to you I say There's something about those candles you must know Yes, they bring back memories of my father I still see As he lit those candles many years ago Yes, they bring back memories of my father I still see As he lit those candles many years ago He stepped outside later on that night And boy, was he surprised He couldn't believe what he saw He couldn't believe his eyes From all the houses on their block Glowed candlelight From their windowsills And out into the night Yes, they had one memory Yes, their fathers they did see Lighting colored candles on a windowsill Eight days a year they'd light Another candle every night It lingered in their memories still Yes, they had one memory Yes, their fathers they did see Oshirola 
Micha Garman uh, from the brand new Shire Pinchas volume number three. Uh, that's a song entitled Zemi Zeh here at JM in the AM. Before that, he had Marabu, his uh, single. Colored Candles was done by Destiny Monday morning, sixth day of Hanukkah. Chag Urim Sameach. Happy Hanukkah. Freilich and Hanukkah to everybody. Rosh Chodesh morning. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Join the traditional additions for Hanukkah on this first of a two-day Rosh Chodesh on this Monday. Hey, Sandy Shmueli is expected in our studio tomorrow. Sandy Shmueli is going to be visiting JM in the AM tomorrow morning. A little bit of a live music Hanukkah celebration. I just want to make sure I have the right day that, in fact, it is tomorrow. Let me just check this out. Uh, Yeah, Sandy, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., a little bit of a Hanukkah celebration. With his amazing live music and the great brand new album. All right, so make sure to be tuned in tomorrow. A live music alert Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to greeting Sandy Shmueli tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Reminder, Uncle Maishi, the brand new Uncle Maishi is in concert with Cousin Nachum today in Lakewood, New Jersey. 1 p.m. at the Basiakov High School building on James Street in Lakewood. There'll be a ventriloquist, magic show, and more. Check that out. 
That is happening later today, 1 p.m. down in Lakewood, New Jersey. Um, that's one of the great Hanukkah events that are going on. Kudos to everybody who's been putting together wonderful Hanukkah celebrations for everybody to enjoy. JM and the AM, we learned early this morning of this tragic fire in Brooklyn, New York. Avenue T and East 14th Street that took the lives of a mother and three children in our community. We'll speak later on this hour with the representatives from High Lifeline. They've made their crisis hotline available for those uh, in need today. Terrible tragedy. It's left the father and other children injured. The mother of the family and three children killed in this unbelievable, and that is the right word for it, uh, tragedy early this morning in Brooklyn, New York. High Lifeline Crisis Line, if you'd like to discuss uh, anything with a counselor about dealing with your family or people who live nearby who have to explain these uh, circumstances to their kids, if you want to speak with a crisis counselor, 855-3-CRISIS. That's 855-3-CRISIS. Our friends at High Lifeline making their counselors available during this tragic situation. Monday morning broadcast, more coming up. You're listening to JM and the AM, and this is a a brand new one from Eitan Katz.
ריח מלחמה, עוטף אומה קטנה. האם נשאל לשבת בעצנו? פחד כמו ענן, יש ועטים לא תשן. עומדים עלינו לחנותינו. J.M. in the A.M., that's uh, six days. Ruby New here on a J.M. in the A.M. Uh, six day of Hanukkah, Rosh Chodesh morning. Eitan Katzhod Hashem off Shirei Pinchas, volume number three. 36 degrees, morning clouds, afternoon sun, high of 47. Please keep in mind, we're asking everybody to pitch in to our year-end fundraiser. If you haven't yet given during this month of December before the calendar year ends, you can go to fjbunity.org, FJB for Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org, and uh, give generously. And we thank you very, very much, and a big thank you to those who've already given. Again, that's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. We regret to inform everybody of the passing of Rabbi Yehuda Gildan, composer and longtime choir master in Toronto was suffering from Parkinson's disease. We got the uh, information yesterday afternoon that the Levaya, in fact, was uh, yesterday in Toronto and the Kvura 
The burial is happening this afternoon at Eretz Achayim in Beit Shemesh. Uh, Rabbi Gilden, Rabbi Yehuda Gilden, composed a number of songs that are uh, fairly well known, including Draw Yikra, that many people know from Leif Tahar, Volume 5. And uh, when he was diagnosed with the Parkinson's, other Jewish music artists in Toronto and elsewhere put together a benefit CD entitled Harei Yehuda with well-known artists performing his compositions. So we remember with uh, tremendous fondness, Rabbi Yehuda Gilden, composer and longtime choir master up in uh, Toronto, Canada, his burial taking place uh, in, in Israel as we speak on this Monday. JM in the AM at 29 minutes after the hour. A reminder that Mayor Weingarten follows us with the Israel Show on the next live edition of the Israel Show. No shock that the New York Times editorial writers condemn President Trump's New Jerusalem policy, but the blatant distortion of history will make you want to scream. No need. Mayor will do it for you. That's coming up uh, this morning. Contrast and comparison of the original Maoz Tzur to Naomi Shemer's 1971 version and an all-Israeli Hanukkah music edition of the Weekly Music Mix. All that and more. Tune in right after JM and the AM to the Israel Show on the NSN app on NahumSingle.com. Make sure to like the uh, Israel Show Facebook page, Facebook.com slash the Israel Show, Facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zecher Nishmas Harav Zev and Zecher Nishmas Esther Basar Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The bracha that we recite on Hanukkah and Purim alludes to the fact that the miracles that happened in those days were amid the natural order of the world. Bazman hazeh. In typical, ordinary times, like today. On Pesach, however, we can't say this because those miracles were undeniably supernatural. This would also resolve the reason why the Chashmonaim were identified as chaloshim, weak. As a righteous people, they attributed their victory totally to the hand of Hashem, without any reference to their own force and power. The great goner of Simcha Wasserman cites the story in the Talmud, where one Arab Shabbos, Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa, saw that his daughter was sad. When he asked her the reason, she explained that inadvertently, she prepared the Shabbos lights with vinegar instead. Why should this trouble you? asked Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa. He who has commanded the oil to burn will also command the vinegar to burn. Indeed, the Shabbos lights burned all day. Rav Simcha explains that although we don't know why oil has the capacity to burn and vinegar doesn't, we don't question it. It is a wondrous aspect of creation which we routinely accept. If vinegar would burn one day, we would consider it a miracle because it's not natural. A close chassid of the great Rabbi Moshe of Kubrin was tormented with anxieties. He decided to visit the tzaddik of Kubrin. The chassid was escorted into the presence of the tzaddik just as the Rebbe had been brought something to eat. When Rabbi Moshe of Kubrin saw the chassid, he didn't greet him, but he made the brach on the food, by whose word all things came to be. After partaking of the food, Ramesha saw that the chassid was still standing there. I thought you were like your father, he said to the chassid. When he came to me, 
He too was very troubled and distraught. I made the brach of Shahakol in his presence and then asked him if he had any requests of me. He replied with a simple no and nothing else. Do you know why? Because as soon as he heard the bracha, Shakol Niyebidvaroi, all his doubts and all of his uncertainties were resolved. If a person believes that everything that transpires in the world is brought about by the word of Hashem, he has no worries. The Kubriner then shook the Chassid's hand, gave him shalom, and left. The Chassid returned home, placated, and composed. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a freilich in Hanukkah.
Well, many of us uh, spent the early part of Monday following the news from Brooklyn, New York, news that really has uh, left a gaping hole in our uh, collective Jewish heart because it involved people in our community. Uh, A fire that took place in Brooklyn. Uh, Rabbi Scholar is going to update us, and then Rabbi Scholar will be joined by uh, Rabbi Dr. David Fox, the director of the uh, Project Chai um, Community Education, Trauma, and Bereavement crisis intervention, uh, and we'll explain uh, why that department is such a critical one today. Rabbi Simcha Scholar is, of course, Executive Vice President of High Lifeline with us live via telephone. Rabbi Scholar, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Um, fortunately, I have to come on for other than good reasons. Yeah, on this Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh, when we all thought we'd be sharing uh, happiness today, uh, we all woke up to this terrible news. Give us the update as to what has happened in Brooklyn, New York. Well, I can't really tell you more of the details of what's on the, you know, the newspapers online. But what we do know is that early this morning, uh, a mother and uh, three children, I think it was, uh, perished in a fire. Um, the other children were um, somewhere were, were injured uh, in the fire. Um, uh, this was a, a um, family from the Sephardic community. Um, religious family, 
uh, and um, it was a terrible tragedy. Our crisis intervention counselors were there already at uh, quarter to four in the morning, um, dealing with uh, the family and the friends and the neighbors and the schools. And I think what's important right now is the lessons that we've learned from the previous incidents, like Sassoon and and others, um, that we need to deal with these traumas in a professional and a calm manner. That's why Dr. Fox is here and the entire team of Project Chai. I know since you've already announced the crisis uh, uh, line on on JM and AM since uh, we spoke uh, very early this morning, tens of phone calls already have come in. And, um, you know, the whole, I just came back from Shul this morning in Flatbush. Everyone's buzzing about this. Oh, I can only imagine. Rabbi Scholar, before we turn to Rabbi Fox, from your perspective, um, wh- how, why is this so vital to be there so quickly on the spot? You know, we were, we were told, we were, we were told, we saw as we were following the news uh, what people reported about the condition of the survivors. And I don't mean specifically the physical condition. I'm talking about the terrible trauma that they, the father and other children, are, are suffering from in the aftermath of all this. Um, it may sound like a, uh, a silly question, uh, but is there something that, that experts can do to help families right there on the spot during an episode like this? Well, Dr. Fox can really give you more details, but the answer is that in a very simplistic way, um, when you deal with crises uh, immediately, like we've dealt with this morning and in thousands of other situations, a lot of the uh, traumatic effects can subside and uh, it doesn't become a real issue and a problem. Right. Um, so it's important and it's imperative to deal with this thing you know, as quickly as possible, especially in today's day and age where everything is so public and social media and et cetera. Yeah, and things, everyone uh, has a freedom of, um, of, of, of seeing things, uh, whether it's online, whether right. it's uh, on the Internet or, or whatever. And, um, you know, yeah, the news travels it, uh, very, very right. quickly, to so say the least. Very, very, it's a very different world than a situation that happened uh, 20 years ago. Yeah, no question about that. Or by scholars, of course, Executive Vice President of the High Lifeline, I want to thank her by Dr. David Fox. He's in L.A. making an extra effort to be with us early this morning via telephone, directs the Trauma and Crisis Team, Project Chai, Director of Intervention and Community Education, dealing with trauma and bereavement in the Jewish community on a daily basis, unfortunately. Um, Dr. Fox, uh, let's start with the, with the question I posed to Rabbi Scholar. Tell us about the immediate assistance that your team can give to those surviving members of the family. Sure. Well, as Rabbi Scholar very accurately said, when crisis hits, there are at least two levels that people are affected. The first is that nobody can think clearly. They don't have all the facts. They're in shock. And being able to get some education and to get some clarification can um, bolster a parent or a teacher's or a rabbi's ability to know what to say and know what, what not to say to children. Um, that's the first thing. So the ability to think clearly and to know the steps to follow. But there's another strata, another dimension, and that is that this is a shock. It ripples through the community. There has been a very, very tragic fire. There have been fatalities. There are other people who are not doing well medically. Um, And people go into shock just at a psychological level 
it's not just a matter of not being able to think clearly, uh, but people are panicking and people are sad and people have difficulty uh, sometimes in very dramatic ways knowing how to function. What we know from the work we do is that giving them a chance to process that experience, to talk about what they're feeling and what they're going through, it helps reactivate the brain so that people can get back to a more balanced state. The difference between who goes into enduring traumatic shock, which can last for months, versus who can regroup um, is entirely dependent on being able to talk through with an interventionist what you're going through, what you're feeling, what you saw, how it's hitting you. And our interventionists are there on the spot and available to people, whether through the crisis line or face-to-face clinically. Because really, when we hear so much about PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, which is a very enduring uh, state of disarray, um, those people who can process in the immediate aftermath of a trauma tend not to go into that state of dysfunction. Interesting. All right, Dr. David Fox is with us uh, as we speak about this terrible tragedy. It happened in the heart of the Brooklyn neighborhood between Avenues S and T on East 14th Street. A mother and three children killed overnight by this fire, and as we said, the father and surviving children, uh, some of them with uh, critical injuries at this point. Um, and normally, uh, especially uh, on a regular school day, so to speak, uh, your unit, Project Chai, would be in the schools. There are some schools that are uh, active today, others that are off for Monday of Hanukkah. Um, Dr. Fox, when you go into a school, uh, I- I'm assuming that none of this is done one-on-one, of course. Uh, I mean, this is done, I would I guess, more in a group atmosphere, speaking to classes, maybe even specifically first to the classes of those who... Uh, you know, had these uh, family members in their class, in their grade. Um, Can that group setting be very effective? We can understand, based on what you just told us, what the one-on-one can do. Can the group setting be very effective in in, uh, soothing some of the things you warned us about minutes ago? Yeah, it's very essential to do both the individual for those who turn to us, but also to go into a class and to allow the students to see that it's okay to react that their friends are reacting, to give them a chance to ask questions for clarification, to talk about their fear, to talk about their sadness. Um, And there's a lot of internal support that can specifically take place when we're dealing with a group of kids, a a group of friends. Um, The same thing holds true for parents. We'll be addressing the parents, both those who had uh, children in the class where someone was injured or lost, and those uh, who are just part of that school community um, and some of the chizuk, the strengthening that needs to take place, it works very effectively when mothers, when fathers can see that their friends are all going through what they're going through. And uh, there's some sort of internal validation when you see that your chaverim, your yedidim, your, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, or whatever gender you are, um, they're going through the same shock, the same fear, the same sadness, um, and it is a very effective uh, means of intervening when we can speak to a group. And it's, it's never too young, right? As long as a child can process the news, they're, they, they are in a situation where they can participate in these conversations. Intervention can help if a child is verbal. 
Right. As you said, even younger children who can't talk, but if they're picking up that their their parents are in panic or that their older brothers and sisters aren't doing well, we won't necessarily provide intervention to a nonverbal child, but we will definitely give guidance to the parents about how to manage that child, what to show him or her, what to 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 mask from them. Uh, because uh, a lot of what sets in with trauma is hitting the parts of the brain which are not verbal. It's the feelings, it's the heart, it's the emotions. So younger children who can't speak generally don't need direct intervention, but their parents are going to need guidance. Uh, Rabbi Scholar, forget for a moment the the outside circles of this ripple effect, and believe me, I know it's important, but just the inner circle, I mean, because of the situation um, and the way our schools operate, you know, in Brooklyn, New York, a, a pretty heavy community, uh, we're talking about multiple children who will have lost classmates in this situation. I mean, there are going to be a lot of kids that are, you know, have direct contact normally with the children that were uh, that perished in this fire. Correct. There are a lot of siblings. There are a lot of schools involved here. Yeah. We're working together with community leaders to organize an appropriate community response. So everybody uh, has the opportunity to, um, you know, get this help that you know that they need. And once the uh, uh, once you started with the family and the uh, and the project Chai has begun, uh, obviously as you said, you know, immediately with the family on the spot and those who are really close to the situation, I would guess that. Classmates are, are like the next uh, the next line of people you want to get to, right? In a situation like this, correct, uh, correct, yes, correct. Uh, this is going to go on for a while, Doctor Fox. I mean, this takes uh, hours, days, weeks. What would you say? These type of uh, interventions in the classroom, specifically, we're going to get it done within the next two three days because that's what we got to get it done. So, and um, and the session, and, uh, and obviously, if a school feels it necessary a week from now to bring you guys. Back in, you're back in, correct? Yeah, well, we have we have uh, one of the great um, things that Dr. Fox uh, and his colleague uh, Zahav Farben and others have built is a tremendous depth of the of the Project High team that we're able to handle these situations, uh, multiple situations at one time. We have many trained crisis counselors. Uh, that's why you know Dr. Fox is in California. You know, it's five o'clock in the morning. I'm not sure what he slept last night, <laughs> but um, but uh, you know, five o'clock in the morning. We we already had people uh, at four o'clock in the morning uh, in Brooklyn and uh, in Staten Island and all over the place. Trained trained the uh, trained crisis counselors to be able to help the family. So we we're definitely prepared for this. We definitely have the the manpower for it. We have the information for you know to be able to distribute. We have the uh, social media capabilities and. Um, as, listen, the, the mere fact that you put the crisis number on the te- on your radio station uh, 6 a.m., I don't know when we spoke, 5 a.m., whenever we spoke, uh, you know, tens of phone calls already have come in. Uh, you know, we had people manning the phones already at, uh, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning. So uh, you know, we're ready for it. How sad, how sad. And as I said, the collective Jewish heart really around the world, but you can imagine in this area, uh, really aches after this news this morning of this terrible tragedy. Um, Baruch Hashem, Project Chai is there. Everybody out there who would like to take advantage of their services, they welcome it. You can call the crisis hotline, uh, whether you're directly involved as a parent in a specific school that um, uh, one of the victims went to, or uh, obviously if you're just a parent in the neighborhood or otherwise who's going to deal with children uh, who are going to hear this news and process it and, uh, and God forbid, have trouble sleeping tonight. Who knows? 
Um, you want to call 855-3-CRISIS. Again, the Project High High Lifeline uh, Crisis Hotline is 855-3-CRISIS, C-R-I-S-I-S. It's also an email address, which is answered and monitored as quickly as the phone is these days. So you could utilize that, crisis at highlifeline.org. Again, crisis at highlifeline.org. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Fox, Yashikoch, to you and your team. I'm not quite sure um, what else I could say other than thank other people like you and your team on the front lines in situations like this. Thanks. We'll be here for them. Rabbi Scholar, great project, amazing department uh, under the High Lifeline umbrella, and unfortunately, uh, your staff has to be called in to uh, do this emergency work uh, yet again, unfortunately. And thank you, Dr., for being such an important community resource and advocate the vital services that are out there in the Jewish community. I appreciate that very much. Uh, High Lifeline offers everybody this uh, crisis hotline. Take advantage, 855-3-CRISIS or crisis at highlifeline.org. Unfortunately, this uh, amazing holiday of Hanukkah on Rosh Chodesh morning has this um, tinge, uh, at, at least a tinge, if not more, of sadness in the collective community because of this news from Brooklyn, New York. And our thoughts, of course, and prayers with the um, with the survivors, the father and children who survived, and those who were injured, firefighters and civilians who were injured, and of course, we're thinking of those who perished, uh, the mother and three children who perished in this terrible tragedy. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Ashmani, 
כולש מעני. ומי נותר כאן כאני, נעשה נס לשושני. בני בינה ימי שמונה, קבו שירו רננים. ומי נותר כאן כאני, נעשה נס לשושני.
Freedom done by eighth day. Derech Achim had Mayim Rabim. You heard Machar. That was Mordechai Shapiro. Yaakov Shweki's eight record and the Hanukkah medley opening up the hour with Micha Gammerman here at JM in the AM. One day away from Sandy Shmueli. Sandy Shmueli is expected in our studio tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. But we're calling a live music alert Tuesday. We could really call it a new music alert Tuesday as well. 
It would be appropriate, in fact, both a live music alert and a new music alert with uh, Sandy Shmueli in studio tomorrow starting at 8 a.m. right here at JM in the AM. And Sandy's always amazing when he does the live performances for us. And uh, we are looking forward to it tomorrow. So join us, everybody. Sandy Shmueli, hour number three, 8 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. Reminder, Uncle Maishi. Uh, the brand new Uncle Maishi and Cousin Nahum plus a ventriloquist and magic show happening in Lakewood, New Jersey at 1 p.m. today at the Base Yaakov High School building on James Street down in Lakewood. Information, sookieding.com, sookieding.com for information on that. Um, this coming Thursday, Jay Greenstein and company and their Cedarhurst Gallery has an auction beginning at 1 p.m., auction of rare, antique, and artisan Judaica, starting at 1 o'clock on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. Information, jgreenstein.com or 516-295-2931. Again, that's 516-295-2931. And in addition to the uh, menorahs and kiddish cups and yads and different things you might expect in a uh, in an auction like this, I noticed that they have these pretty incredible Yiddish theater posters, um, including one uh, advertising a um, a Yiddish show in Madison Square Garden. Not the Madison Square Garden we know of today, but the old Madison Square Garden. Let's see, does it say here, um, does it say here the address? Yeah, 27th Street, 27th Street, Madison Avenue in Manhattan. Uh, goes back to around 1930. The estimated cost or estimated value or estimated bid amount uh, for that poster, just for that poster, is over $2,200. Wow, pretty amazing. Anyway, uh, the Cedarhurst Gallery has this incredible auction. We always love looking at the old Judaic and speaking to Jonathan Greenstein about it. Uh, 516-295-2931 to see your own catalog. Check it out and enjoy. It's probably online also at jgreenstein.com. Day six of Hanukkah, first day of Rosh Chodesh on this Rosh Chodesh Teves. Morning clouds, afternoon sun, and a high temperature of 47. Coming up at 9 a.m., Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show. No shock that the New York Times editorial writers condemn President Trump's New Jerusalem policy, but the blatant distortion of history will make you want to scream. No need. Mayor will do it for you. It's coming up between 9 and 10. Also, contrast and comparison of the original Moe's tour to Naomi Shemer's 1971 version, plus an all-Israeli Hanukkah music edition of the Weekly Music Mix. All that and more coming up. And then, of course, don't forget, at 10 a.m., you'll get to hear Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon speak about the world of sports on After Further Review. I hope that they will discuss and be as... uh, passionate and angry as I am about the New England-Pittsburgh game from yesterday. We'll see if, in fact, that made an impression on them. More coming up. It is a uh, a Monday, Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh with the New York Boys Choir at JM in the AM.
Oh, <laughs> 
JM in the AM with brand new uh, music from uh, Simcha Liner. Marakid is the name of the album. The uh, song is entitled L'Chaim here at JM in the AM. Hatov, that was David Gabe off Shirei Pinchas, volume number three. You heard Freedom, Eighth Day. They were here last week. An amazing visit with Eighth Day last week. I hope you heard it. If not, check out our archives. It was really a cool visit. Also, check out the video from Thursday's live lunch. We had a blast here with Hanukkah gifts and more. Uh, you'll find it on the uh, Facebook page entitled Nahum Siegel Network. Nahum Siegel Network. Check that out. Um, you're going to want to do that. That's for sure. Rosh Chodesh morning. Hanukkah morning here at JM in the AM. Don't forget tomorrow, Sandy Shmueli. Live music alert. New music alert. Call it whatever you wish. He'll be here tomorrow in studio at JM in the AM, and we are looking forward to it. Before eighth day, you heard Derek Achim with Mayim Rabim. Mordechai Shapiro's Machar was in that set as well. 36 degrees, morning clouds, afternoon sun, a high temperature of 47. Mayor Weingarten is with us live via telephone. Chag Urim Sameach, Mar Mayor Weingarten. Chanukah Sameach and Chodesh Tov. How are you, sir? Baruch Hashem, how are you, sir? Baruch Hashem, it's no shock, according to Mayor, that the New York Times has been freaking out about uh, the Donald Trump president, Donald Trump decision when in, uh, in regard to, uh, to United States policy on Jerusalem. I spoke over Shabbat at the uh, Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi, that you're very familiar with on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Yes. And I said that uh, the moment I saw the New York Times freaking out, I knew that it was good news for us. <laughs> that's, that's correct. <laughs> Tell us about your analysis. What will you be uh, gleaning from the pages of the New York Times today? Well, clearly I can't say too much. I will just say, you know, everybody wants to have, they say everyone's entitled to uh, their own opinion, but not to their own fact. Right. It's. Um, there's a sentence in there that is just taking history, turning it upside down and inside out, and it's uh, it's insane. And yes, they published a letter to the editor. If they never retract it, it's, it's, we'll talk about it. All right, that's it's, it's frustrating. And as uh, somebody likes to say, the New York Times, a former newspaper, and their editorial page is knucklehead row. <laughs> I like that. Um, how old do you think Maos Sor is? Do you have any idea? I think it goes back to the 1200s. And uh, you claim, at least in the uh, at least in the uh, blurb that I was sent, that I was asked to speak about on JM and the AM, you claim that there's a 1971 version of Mo's tour. Naomi Shemer wrote a song in 1971. It was influenced by her Hanukkah visit to um, to an Israeli military base, and it begins with Maoz Tzur Yeshuati Lachana El Shabbeach. Uh, it's called Shivchei Maoz. It's not called Maoz. It's called Shivchei Maoz. And we're going to contrast and um, compare these two Maoz source because obviously they're written at such different times in Jewish history. One is uh, during the Crusades, when, when Jews were being slaughtered for no reason other than the fact that they were Jews. And the other is... Um, in 1971, in between the Six-Day War and the Yom Kippur War, when the state of Israel really felt uh, almost invincible. Yeah. And uh, it, it's interesting to compare the two and try and understand where she was coming from. It is a beautiful uh, it's a beautiful song as well. may have been the height. I mean, one could argue that today is, but that's for another discussion. But it may have been the height of uh, both Jewish and Israeli pride in modern Jewish history between the Six-Day War and the Yom Kippur War. Yeah, at least we perceived it as such. Correct. You're right. That may, many people might say today for other reasons, right. but you know, right. sometimes you don't. Pre- 
although I could make the argument for it today, so I'm proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have to. We have to yeah, try, but usually it's not. I heard a very interesting thing about Ein Balhanes Mekirbeniso. Should I tell it to you now, or should I wait till the afternoon? Uh, it's your choice. I'll tell it to you now. It's very nice. A nes, the actual word nes in Tanakh means a banner, a flag. Right. When you're in a large crowd, like uh, imagine in the olden days when we used to protest for Soviet Jewry, demonstrations and so forth, and you're holding a sign or a flag, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody around you looks up and they see it. Right. You, the one who's carrying it, when you look up, you don't see your flag. You don't see the banner you're carrying. You see everybody else's banner, unless you tilt your head all the way up. Right. In which case, your hands are going to go back a little. Under natural circumstances, you wouldn't see Right. So it's very interesting how Hazal... Maybe we're basing on that when they said Embalhanes Makirbini so that uh, take that actual example of the original meaning of the word Ness. Nice. I like nice. that. Nice. I like that. I read it. I don't remember. Oh, I think, oh, your friend Hanoch mentioned it in his column this past uh, Shabbat on in Idiot. Very cool. Very, very cool. And kudos to the man in Shul who said that Ness stands for Nachum Siegel. Oh, uh, oh, very nice. Or Nachum Segal. And then, and then another guy said, no, 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 it's Nachum Segal, so it has to be Nes Gadol. <laughs> which I thought oh, was, which, I like it. Which I thought was pretty funny. Very clever, very clever. Very, very clever. Yes, that's a very clever shul you're in there. I'm in a very clever shul, to say the and least. We will, and you're very clever for going there. And we will have, we'll have great Israeli... It's all coming up between 9 and 10 Eastern time, right after JM and the AM. We call a page called... The, and follow the page called The Israel Show. Toda Rabah Meir and Chag Urim Sameach. Toda Chag Urim Sameach. Chodesh Tov. All the best. There you go. Mayor Weingarten here at JM and the M. And I'm going to take this opportunity to wish Gverit Weingarten, that's Mayor's mother, Gverit Weingarten, a special happy birthday. She's celebrating a birthday on Hanukkah. And between me and you, everybody, it's a milestone birthday. So Gverit Weingarten, Yom Huledet Sameach to you from all of us here at JM and the AM. So exciting, we gather together After the lighting, Hanukkah is here Time to celebrate Bayamim Haheim Basman Hazeh We play dreidels sitting on the floor Yassi brings donuts and sings Ma'asur The Numins bring the lakis, so hot and delicious Bayamim Haheim Basman Hazeh Shira, Shani brings the music, Tova, the streamers, Hanukkah is such a joyous time. We say Al Hanisim and Halel too. We thank Hashem for helping us through. We give Siddhartha and proudly celebrate. Bayamim Ahem Azman
sweet. We sit around the table, singing all our needs in Reminder that the uh, Uncle Maishi concert today is in Lakewood, New Jersey with the uh, brand new Uncle Maishi, uh, plus a ventriloquist magic show and more. It's happening at the Base Yaakov High School building on James Street in Lakewood starting at 1 p.m. Check out the brand new Uncle Maishi today down in Lakewood, New Jersey. Uh, I want to remind you that we had this terrible uh, news and... Uh, and earlier we spoke to our, both of our scholar and our Fox about it from High Lifeline. The news from Brooklyn, New York, Avenue T and East 14th Street, where there was a fire overnight and a mother and three children perished in that blaze. Uh, the father of the family and other members of the family, plus firefighters and civilians, were uh, injured in that uh, terrible uh, episode. And High Lifeline has, uh, has offered, as they always do, those out there who would like to take advantage of their free crisis hotline uh, to help in, in uh, dealing with this situation regarding your own children or those who... Uh, may have known members of the family, uh, 855-3-CRISIS, 855-3-CRISIS. There's also an email address that is being monitored just as closely, and that's crisis at highlifeline.org, crisis at highlifeline.org. Monday morning broadcast, it's JM and the AIM. The Israel shows uh, next with Mayor Weingarten, and then after further review, you'll hear Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon with their take on what's happening in the world of sports. Uh, as I said earlier, I hope they cover that New England game, which completely angered me yesterday. Um, we'll see what they have to say. <laughs> what they have to say about it, and uh, that's happening between ten and eleven. Then back to our amazing music format on the Nachum Single Network all through the day as we celebrate both Hanukkah and Rosh Chodesh. More coming up at JM in the AM. This is from the Maccabees. We find out. We were singing for just family and our friends And our hearts beat with the rush that comes from a cheering crowd We were younger then
J.M. and the A.M. with the Maccabees, Candles on the Sill, a uh, end of 2017 release for the Maccabees as they look back at uh, an incredible period of time that they've been enjoying. Day six of Hanukkah, it's day one of Rosh Chodesh Teves. I thank you all for tuning in and being part of this uh, amazing Hanukkah experience. Tomorrow morning, it's a great morning for us. Every morning is a great morning for us, but tomorrow, hey. You and I, everybody, together gets to enjoy Sandy Shmueli. You love live music and great performances? Sandy's always remarkable when he's here, and tomorrow he helps us celebrate Hanukkah, and uh, he does a live music alert and new music alert a Tuesday for us starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. No doubt it'll be a lot of fun. I want to thank everybody who's been commenting on the app this morning. Um... The fire in Flatbush, we have just, uh, through the app, and I thank listener Yitzhak, we have just uh, been informed that uh, one of the names is uh, Shilat Bat Aliza, and another name is Daniel Ben Aliza, and another name is Avraham Ben Aliza. So uh, Shilat Ben Al- Bat Aliza, Daniel Ben Aliza, and Avraham Ben Aliza, all injured in the fire in Flatbush. Keep those names in mind through the day, and we thank you for that. Also on the app, someone wants to know about today's concert. As I mentioned, that 1 p.m. Uncle Moishi event is down in Lakewood, New Jersey at the Base Yaakov building. That happens at 1 o'clock today down in Lakewood. Go to sookieding.com 
for further information. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And that wraps up a Monday Chanukah Rosh Chodesh here at JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten is next with the Israel Show. Then Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon speak about the world of sports after further review between 10 and 11. How ironic that's the name of the show after what happened yesterday in that New England game. And then uh, our amazing music takes over all through the day to celebrate Chanukah and Rosh Chodesh. Tomorrow morning, Sandy Shmueli in a brand new music and live music alert Tuesday. To celebrate Hanukkah, make sure to join us for that starting at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Have a fabulous Monday and happy Hanukkah. Chag Urim Sameach to all. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.